everybody. Welcome to BAMcast Extra, episode 46. Wow. And the third week of the Spy Kids-a-thon, 17. <laughs> yeah. Our, our end, new annual thing where we watch all the Spy Kids movies. No. Yeah. I don't want to make an oh, annual. Oh. Bummer. It's a one-time deal. Damn. Okay, I'm Chuck. I'm Harlow. And I guess this is a, this is a special occasion because it's the only time we're ever going to watch Spy Kids 3D Game Over. You can watch Spy Kids 3D Game Over as many times as you want. No. I just don't want to keep podcasting about I, I, Well, I don't want to watch this again, okay. but uh, let, let's talk about Spy Kids 3D. Okay. Game over. So, did you ever think to yourself, hey, we should... We, it, well, I, I think the filmmakers basically said to themselves, we should make a Spy Kids movie, even though we don't have anyone available to make a Spy Kids movie. They had one person available. They did. Junie was available. <laughs> Seriously, no one, none of the other people... Are, all the other people are barely in this movie. I know. Yeah, this just seemed like we have time... And we'll just paint everybody in later, but let's make a 95% Junie movie and call it Spy Kids 3. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, you know, yeah. A, a for effort. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my one and only note besides that yeah. is the, the film opens. And at first I was like, oh, that's clever. And then I was like, no, the more I watch the movie, I'm like, maybe it's not clever. Which part? So at the beginning, <laughs> it says a Robert Rodriguez digital file. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that's funny, because it probably means he thinks people are just going to download it. But I'm thinking now it's more like he just knew how digitally bullshit this movie was. Yeah. He f- finished it and output it and saved it as a file and was like, well, that's not really a movie. Right. <laughs> it's well, certainly not a film. Yeah. I just, I mean, I think if it was like five years later, that would have been the joke. That yeah. would have been a funny joke. But I think he was just like, ha it's all digital bullshit. So I'm going to call it a Robert Rodriguez digital file. Yeah. Um, Anywho, yes, but the movie starts and, and Junie has... Continuing with the end of the second film, Junie has quit the OSS. Did, did he quit? He, he did. He quit, it, he quit okay. at the end of the last one. He was like, I'm out. I don't like this. Okay. Um, so he's still out. Mm-hmm. And now he's a private detective. <laughs> yeah. Doing dumb shit. like Charging $5 <laughs> for doing dumb shit. Or, I'm sorry, $4.99. Yeah, because he's hired to find out why the water park is not open. Mm-hmm. And he finds out that it's because it's winter and they don't open in the winter. Right. And he gets paid $5 for that. So basically he's Google. (laughs) (laughs) He's a paid for version of Google. Let me Junie that for you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, so he is suddenly yanked back into the OSS. Well, in so much like, all right, so he's been like traditionally piggy banking money with with his spy kids money. Or uh, private eye kids m- m- money, which why why didn't they just call that? I, yeah, <laughs> private eye kids. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and he is uh, goes to stand in line to buy the latest uh, video game, simply mm-hmm. titled Game Over. Also, the subtitle of Spy Kids 3D Game Over. Y- yeah, um, Game Over is a terrible name for your game. It is. It, or yeah, any of this product naming that's bad. Sure, it, it is. <laughs> it just hands your competition a tagline. It, it, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yes, he's standing in line, and I guess he doesn't buy it. Like he, well, he's like he's in line, ready, and then he looks over, and it's like donate to charity, and he's like, ah, could I? Should, what? Should, and he walks out of line, mm-hmm. and then says, nah, fuck it, I'm gonna buy the thing, and gets back in line, and well, because then... not only that, like he's like everyone in line is talking about how awesome it is, and then yeah. the um. Sylvester Stallone, who's in this movie, he is as the game master or some toy maker, sh- toy maker, sure. Um, and, and he has a poor disguise and is st- like, a but it's cr- a mustache, a crooked, <laughs> crooked, crooked mustache, and which he's, means he's a spy. 
and he is basically saying that if you should w- win this game, that un- untold, riches untold riches and other stuff is sure. going to be yours. So he's like, well, I guess I can donate to charity after I win all the riches. Right. And- but as soon as he goes back to the line, the line has quintupled in size mm-hmm. and everyone's like hey no cutting mm-hmm. he's like but i was here quintupled tarantino yeah and so he turns around and drops his piggy bank and the money flies around and he's like oh gee yeah so uh so but, yeah then they're like then he gets called in yeah um via the oss mm-hmm. and it's mike judge who's back he is donnegan is is back and and, and that- he's like hey i hope your wife taught you a lesson about being a bad guy mm-hmm. and then it's Salma Hayek, who's his wife, and he Mike Judge kind of makes an inappropriate joke of just like, yeah, she really took it out on me. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, what? <laughs> but okay, Mike Judge is back, and everything's okay. So mm-hmm. this movie continues. It's whatever you did in the last movie, as long as you just say you're sorry, everything's fine. <laughs> you can have your job back and everything. It's true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they're like, hey, we need you to go into video games. Like, I quit. I told you I'm out. I'm yeah. out. And then they're like, yeah, but... Your sister. Your sister's stuck on level four. And then, and he's like, but she's right there floating mm-hmm. in the air. And they're like, no, she's like stuck in the game. And yeah. They're like, dude, kid, did you see the Matrix? It's yeah. like that. Yeah. Can't wake you up. Just yeah. get in there and go do a thing. And I like, they, they're just, he's going to do this whether he wants to or not. They are just thrusting him into this. Mm-hmm. And there's this one like quick bit of exposition that goes absolutely nowhere where Salma Hayek says like, you know, he... They're trying to explain why the toy maker is who the toy maker is or whatever. And they she says that he hates us for imprisoning him in cyberspace all these years. And Junie asks, what made you do that? And Mike Judge says, who knows? That was years ago. <laughs> so premise. Fuck it. Who cares? We're just going. Yep, just go. No reason to explain any of this. Yeah. So they technically have the toy maker in custody. They yes, just trapped they just his don't brain have his brain into cyberspace. Yeah. But so. Yeah. So he created this game and mm-hmm. there are five levels and. Uh, Carmen is stuck on level four and basically won't be in most of the movie. Yeah, you you have to get to level five mm-hmm. to escape it, basically. Also, so. uh, his parents are on assignment. assignment, so they're not in the movie barely either. No. Um, so they're like, okay, well, you can go in, but you should probably have have some help. Mm-hmm. And so he pulls Well, he's, up. In, he's in there for... I don't know, 10 minutes or oh, so. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, because he he, okay. he's in the first level where it's just bouncing idiots and things, and he's just like, well, and, you know, kids are running around picking up coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, but eventually he's like, well, you're allowed one one phone a friend or whatever. Right. And so he goes through the Cortez family database, which, yeah. you know, pulls up everybody, and, right. and he lands on um, grandfather, mm-hmm. Ricardo Montalban. He's yep. back because basically it's like, they do the well. He's in a wheelchair, so he has upper body strength and strength of mind. So he's going to be better at the game. Something like that. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's like you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's it, the explanation is odd. It it makes it sound like well, he's been in a chair for all these years, so he's going to be like super pissed off. Like it's, yeah, he's got built, pent up anger or something. Like strong he's just, hands. Yeah, so he's, he's good. At, he'll he's be really going to be amazing in this game. So I I choose grandfather. Mm-hmm. So they just zap him into the game, and at first he's just like, what's going on? And they're like, hang on, you're going to get super cybered. <laughs> and they just put him in an Iron Man suit where they digitally compose his head on top of this <laughs> robot. Mm-hmm. And that he's the uh, he's the one adult who is in the bulk of this movie. Yeah, but like floating in and out of scenes. He just disappears <laughs> conveniently whenever yeah, need be. He just, whenever he's needed, he pops back in. Yeah. But... For some, I don't know why I took great delight in this, in that he is sucked into the movie, sucked into the game, 
gets turned into a CG robot with a weird floating head. And then he's just like, I'm going to chase this butterfly. Bye. <laughs> yeah. He just runs off and chases this cyber butterfly. And Junie's like, what? What? Where, where are you going? What's happening? He's just like, bye. <laughs> I got legs now. <laughs> I'll see you. Yeah. But then he pops up later and yeah. helps he got, out. He got magic legs. Yeah. Um. So the the bulk of the midsection of this movie, I don't really care about it, but it's it's just a big virtual reality go over here to to robot jocks land to go over here to mario kart land mm-hmm. um and yeah he he meets <clears throat> um he meets other kids yeah he meets other kids that are already in the game beta testers mm-hmm. um these three kids and like one's supposed to be cool one's supposed to be strong the other one's supposed to be smart yeah and that's their strengths and that's, then he also um when he's doing the robot jocks fighting part he meets this girl mm-hmm who I, I don't know. She's a girl. Yeah, that's her <laughs> character trait. Well, you know, and he's she's the one who's immediately like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But it's just a bunch of CG shenanigans now. So right away, I want to say we did not watch this in 3D because no. we no longer have the capability to do so. Uh, but <laughs> well, I don't know. This movie is 3D as fuck. Like For this sure. is constant things being thrown at you, and I think that. Having would he, we have watched it in 3D, we would have enjoyed some of the dumb shenanigans they do of just yeah maybe things just constantly coming at the screen. Now it's all CG bullshit coming at the screen, but they're going out of their way to do dumb schlocky 3D shit throughout the entire movie. So, um, but you know, there's just there's just all kinds of challenges and things to get to the next level and they've got life counters on the center of their outfits that are counting down yep which is is kind of disturbing if you think about it it's a it's a little creepy um but so that all that goes on forever and then it is literally 50 minutes into this movie before carmen shows up Mm -hmm. and i i don't did they wake her or did she just Suddenly, they get to level four, and then she's just there. I think she was just there, like she just in level four. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I I, I phased in and out of this movie. I wouldn't <laughs> say I fell fully asleep, but I was just like I, like my eyes glazed over, and I just kind of stopped paying attention at points because it is a Skittles vomit blur. Yeah, I mean, it yeah. <laughs> it is just <laughs> colors and blobs mm-hmm. and just whatever. Yeah, retaste the rainbow. It, yeah, it's um. Hmm. Along the way, Sylvester Stallone is is in his weird virtual world, and he's created weird versions of his psyche to talk to. Yeah, this this movie seems very uh, preoccupied with like sub facets of people's personalities. Yeah, because like I said, it it lumps the three beta tester kids into like this is my role. I'm mm-hmm. the strong kid, and then like so Sylvester Stallone has the nerdy version, the militaristic strong person, and then the like peace, love, and hippiness yeah. version of himself, mm-hmm. and it's all three copies of Sylvester Stallone advising him until every once in a while he realizes, like, wait, you're not real, and I'm kind of talking to myself. Yeah. And so, shut up. Yeah. Um, I just, I want to say, I think Sylvester Stallone is kind of embarrassing in this. Like, he, he doesn't seem to be taking it seriously. Mm-hmm. He's not trying very hard, and that comes across as, it comes across. Mm-hmm. And so, you it's kind of cringeworthy whenever he's trying to do anything. There's a couple of line reads where he does it pretty good, but well, I mean, if you look at 99% of the movie where he's in, he's not 
in yeah. a scene with yeah. anybody else. Because there, there are outtakes at the end of this where they show a scene that he is in, and it is just a green screen room. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's literally nothing else in it. So how the hell do you act? Right. <laughs> but... Uh, so, uh, I mean, skip, skipping sort of ahead, mm-hmm. like, there's... I, the, the other thing about this, is, and, and look, I know it's a fucking Spy Kids movie, so I shouldn't be nitpicking it, but the, the rules of the game seem to just vary all over the place. Like, yeah. one time you'll hit, and it'd be like, you know, like, you'll be fighting in some combat, and it's like, oh, well, that's a life if you get hit. And mm-hmm. then, like, other times, it's like, you get hit, and it's like, there goes seven lives. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's just... There's this weird ticking down of live counter life counters, which really all it means is like you're going to get kicked out of the game yeah. and lose. Right. But you just, you just you have to start over is really all it means. Well, no, I mean, there were rules where they said, like, you know, you get in the game one time and that's it. Oh, it, okay. I mean, there were there were hints at that. Yeah. Like, you know, if he, he was going to fail the mission and not be able to come back into the game or whatever. But there's a weird cheat, too, because it's counting down to zero. And mm-hmm. then when you think someone is about to get their lose their last life, it goes to point five. Right. And that happens a couple times. And yeah. you're just like, well, that's cheap. Dumb. Yeah. Uh, um. But yeah, like ultimately, like what happens is there's this crazy, the crazy, stupid Mario Kart level, like. Junie barely wins and like it, it weeds out a whole bunch of other people. Yeah. Um, the only the only thing I liked about that scene was so Stallone's voice is always present throughout all of this. He's mm-hmm. you know, he's the game master. Basically, there's this little disembodied head that floats around and it's basically him. Mm-hmm. And when this race starts, he's just like, you ready, set, one, two, three, go. <laughs> and they're all just like, what? <laughs> so that part was OK. But yeah, yeah, there's a Mario Kart race. But then they... Like like the girl that he meets, whatever her name is, like he she basically has a map to the like how to get to it. Yeah, and so there's a point where they're just like ah, we just need to go over here over the over the lava, but you know the floor is lava, so don't touch it because you'll <laughs> immediately lose all your lives. Right. Um. So they're CG bullshit jumping between these mountains or whatever, mm-hmm. and end up falling in the lava, and they're like, oh, actually the lava is cold, and we can swim in it, and we're okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And ultimately, like, they get to this big door. It's like, here's level five behind this. And they open up level five, which they've described as the unwinnable level. Like, no one's ever even gotten there, much less be able to finish it. Yeah. And they basically open up level five, and it's just, it's like a grid. There's, like, nothing there. It's Mm -hmm. just, like, an unfinished (laughs) level or whatever. Yeah. And basically, girl, turns out she's not even real at all. Yeah. Like, that she was a hologram, and the reason why she's got all these cheat codes is Sylvester Stallone basically wants them to get to him mm-hmm. like because because that's how he could get out he, yeah there so it's been established along the way that the the beta testers have been looking for the guy mm-hmm. there's going to be a character that's built into the instruction manual that says the guy is going to come along and and mm-hmm. do the thing and and help you guys win so they all think it's Junie because Junie's winning all the things uh but eventually they keep reading the manual and they're like um, hold on. This says there will be a fake guy. Yeah, there'll be a betrayer. Yeah. And I, that's probably him because mm-hmm. the guy does show up at one point. <laughs> well, it's it's right before that they open up the door. Yes. Like they're standing there and they're like, all right, you're not the guy. Yeah. They're all turning on each other. Yeah, they're basically. like, you're not the guy at all. And then like bright light comes out of nowhere and the guy shows up. He's like, actually, I'm the guy. And it's Elijah Wood. <laughs> I just I made a note. I said fucking Frodo. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I don't know why that just made me. It's funny because like the way he was like superhero posing so much. Yeah, I was like kind of. I thought they could have done a little bit better, but like he walks through the door, he's like, "I'm the guy. Come on, follow me!" And like takes like three steps, and like lasers hit him, and like his 99 lives count down to zero, and he's like, "Oh no!" and just poofs out of the game. So like he's in it for about 30 seconds. Yeah, he had about seven minutes to come over and Mm -hmm. film. He left the green screen bullshit of Lord of the Rings and came over and was just like, "Hi." like quick do this um yeah so i don't know just him <laughs> to, to be fair i think the green screen bullshit of lord of the rings was long long done by the time this came out maybe well no i it, two towers came out in 2001 and the next one in 2002 they they filmed them all together oh that's right yeah so <laughs> well maybe he was yeah. just hanging out yeah. maybe maybe he was just left over in the studio and they yeah. just was like hey elijah wood's still here <laughs> get frodo in here he can't handle going back out into the real world <laughs> Anywho, but like yeah. it, it's it's a semi funny joke yeah. that could have been played better, but yeah. But anyway, so like the the other thing that's been going on the whole time is that as Ricardo Montalban keeps popping in and out of this movie, is that it's kind of revealed that the toy maker is the one who put him in the wheelchair, right? And he has this sense of revenge that is building. And Junie the whole time is like, Grandpa, don't you can't you can't revenge murder the toy maker. That's not cool. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't want to revenge him. I want to murder or free him so I can murder him in the real world. Right. Um, so when he shows up at level five, everyone's like, Oh, what, what's going to happen here? But I don't know. There's just a bunch more CG bullshit. And then it's just hit the button to get out. Mm-hmm. And they do. And they're back in the real world. Everything's right. okay. Sort of. But and they're they're asking him, Ricardo Montalban, they're like, okay, now, when you got to that last panel, there were two buttons. Leave or free the toy maker. Which one did you hit? And he's like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, so what happens is basically there's giant... You hit, hit the free the toy maker button. Yeah. But and, like, the, the, yes, the giant bullshit CG things are in the real world, but you can only see them if you put on the 3D glasses Yes, that they were wearing, like the VR 3D glasses mm-hmm. that they had in the to enter the game, you have to put them on in the real world, and yeah, suddenly it, you can see them. Yeah, because they run out into the streets, and they're like, what? And then they put the 3D glasses on, and it's like, oh. Oh, giant monster Giant things. Stallone robots. Yeah, or- and then they're basically they're like, all right, fine, news team, assemble, and <laughs> blow the conch shell. And this is when Antonio Banderas, Carla Gugino, and everybody else shows up for like a few, few minutes. Literally everyone, yeah. but... On their own, in their own private green screen studio, not interacting with one another. Mostly, yes. Um, so Antonio Banderas is like... <laughs> he's first. <laughs> he's first because like he is working on, apparently, the fifth brain, which makes sense, I guess, if he, they have the third brain secretly, I guess, somewhere in the background. Of two he's working on the fourth, fourth one brain. during the second movie. And then now he's up to the fifth brain. He's like, this is the most important thing I've ever done with in my life. And they're like, oh, sir, you know, <laughs> Gregorio, like, your son's calling it. It's an emergency. And he basically just goes... <laughs> Yeah. And knocks everything just off the table. Slow motion, just destroy everything <laughs> and just whip off the glasses and just be cool. Yeah. And also everyone has rocket boots in this now yes. because like he's just like, all right, I must go. My people need me. And right. engages the rocket boots and flies off. And right. then... Okay. We've skipped one very important detail. Uh, oh, okay. The the thing that got Junie to go do this was that George Clooney has shown up in the treehouse on his TV screen to right. tell him that Carmen has been kidnapped. And also that he's he's the president. Now. Right. And <laughs> he was the head of OSS, and then he just decided, I'm going to be president. Well, he said, he's like, you're already in charge of the world. Like, why would you want to be president? He's like, yeah, but no one knows I'm in charge of the yeah. world when I'm in head of OSS. <laughs> right. I, want, you know, I wanted prominence. Yeah. Like, 
He also did the dumb sensor bar gag again. He mm-hmm. took off the, the sensor bar glasses. But so at the end, before they go outside and realize what's going on, they get another message from him. And then Clooney literally starts doing a Stallone impression, which then morphs into actual Stallone. And that's how they know Stallone is out. Mm-hmm. But man, I laughed so hard for the, like the nanosecond that Clooney started doing a Stallone impression, which comes up during the closing credits. We'll, we'll talk about that in mm-hmm. a second. But that's I just wanted to establish yeah, yeah, George yeah. Clooney is back in this movie again. Yep. Um, but yeah, so so uh, yeah, Antonio Banderas has rocket booted out to fight just basically just kind of punch this robot in the face. <laughs> yeah, we don't really care about what everyone else is doing. I think the only other person that gets like a little bit like what they were doing before they just suddenly swoop into the movie mm-hmm. is Cheech is there. Yes. And they're like, all Cortez family members come come assemble. And then like he's like, but I'm their uncle, which is like, so now he's back to like, I want to be their uncle. And yeah, so he takes off and mm-hmm. but everyone else basically just flies in. It's like, you know, and they get like little title cards like dad, mom, yeah. grandma, uncle, machete. Yes. <laughs> like, 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 but not only that, they like there was a scene with uh, Gertie from the last one who's shown up and is basically like, you know. Your family is most important, but really everyone's kind of your family, yeah, or something, some bullshit, which and is that, insane. Yeah, like, and, and it comes back up, and because he's just like, all right, I'll call everyone, right? Because, um, because Alan Cumming and uh, and uh, Minion, Minion, yeah, uh, Stanley, not Stanley, Tony Jenkins, Shalhoub, Tony Shalhoub, yeah, um, show up, yeah, and uh, Steve Buscemi shows up, yeah, which again, like the continuity in this. I have to give the movie constant credit for because like Steve Buscemi's character trait in the last film was that he had glasses, but one lens was broken. Mm-hmm. And when he shows up, they're like, these are the only glasses we have left. And one lens of the 3D is broken. And he puts them on. And he's like, oh, no, this is perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. But like Bill Paxton shows up again for I mean, literally no reason except to put Bill Paxton in the movie, which I'm fine with. Sure. But it's it's literally every character showing up. Just about. Um they <laughs> Gary, who was the evil villain at the last one, is apparently getting some sort of medal somewhere at some spy ceremony medal thing. And he's just like, whoop, got to go. And the guy's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and they all show up and punch, fight the robot. punch monsters. And, and it's basically they, they get Stallone out of the thing. And Ricardo Montalban's like, come on, be a good guy. And Stallone's like, yeah, all right. Well, he basically does the, like a... Uh, <laughs> I just want you to know that I forgive you. Can yeah. you forgive yourself? <laughs> and then he's like, I just want you to say that to me. And <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. They just, there is one more joke when they're pushing him along in his, when he's back in his actual real wheelchair. And yeah. then he goes, uh, careful. careful with this. It's rich Corinthian leather, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which I was like, all right, well, that's not for the kids at all. Nope, even but I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but yeah, they just basically say, hey, Stallone, stop it. And he's like, all right. And, all right. and then they all just put yeah, hands okay. in a circle. And just, no, no <laughs> the bullwinkle's not no. in this. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> but like they all just CG hands in a circle or like one, two, three family. And then mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> yep. They just basically, hey, Stallone, knock it off. And he's like, all right. All right. Sorry. And then, yeah, family. Woohoo. Break. And mm-hmm. that's really the end of it. Yep. <laughs> it's a fucking mess of a movie. It's it sure is something. Uh, I you know, yeah. I mm. <laughs> So then over the closing credits, I mean, you get outtakes basically. And it, there's not enough of the outtakes of their weird ass CG world they built because they are just taking actors and throwing them around, but there are like, you know, 
Willy Wonka characters in just nothing but green running around just pr- mm-hmm. holding people up and stuff. It's disturbing. It's really odd to look yeah. at. Yeah, there's like a uh, Jackie Chan green man <laughs> stunt team. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Um but yeah, you, you get one outtake with uh with Clooney where he starts doing the Stallone thing and immediately is like, "Oh god, my career is over. <laughs> this will end me." Uh it, it, it no, he's fine. Um but there was not they did not do the dumb, here's four seconds of B-roll at the end of this. They were just like, here are the audition tapes of the kids. Yeah. And now look how old they are. Farewell, everybody. Weird. <laughs> it's weird in a different way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's Spy Kids 3D. It's it's over. Yeah. Game over. Yeah. Man, shortest extra episode ever. Yeah. Um, I got fucking nothing to say about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's what it is. I mean, you know, it's... It is. It's it's firmly in that universe, and yet it's nothing like the first two films at all. Well, like I said, I mean, it's just it felt. It feels like they were putting this movie together, and they couldn't get anybody's scheduling right for whatever reason. They're like, ah, fuck it, we don't care. Yeah, and you should because <laughs> there's like no. I mean, there's just no continuity or feeling of continuity between anyone that's in this movie. This this feels like the direct to video Spy Kids movie. Yeah, like. Right, we just got one person, and yeah. we'll have the other one show up for thirty for two seconds. seconds. Yeah. yeah, but this made more than the first two. This made like two hundred million dollars. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> man, that that rate increase for three D, huh? I guess. Yeah, and and this wasn't <laughs> even current three D. This was yeah, yeah. this was early two thousands, still bullshit three D. Yeah, um, yeah, I you know. This this is a thing. <laughs> it certainly is. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's just. Quit farting around. Let's okay. just rate this thing. <laughs> Fine. Uh, I have been on a declining declining scale for these movies. Uh, I'm just giving this a single jocks. Wait, you're still in jocks territory? I'm still in jocks territory. And I'll, I'll no, just... I mean, even on the last one you were? <clears throat> yeah, I give it two. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. the first one got three. Second one got two. This one gets one. I'm... If you can watch a 3D version of this, I would say do it. If you're this far into the... Spy, if you're just watching Spy Kids movies, why not? Um, hopefully you're not as stupid as we are, but, (laughs) (laughs) but also I, I know it's very limited, but all the adult stuff in this was what I wanted. And I like, I guess I find it comforting or I, I want to applaud Robert Rodriguez or something. The fact that these movies all are very consistent with their storytelling and their details. Okay. I, I just, I, I, they don't. They don't go, ah, forget all that. And then, except for the fact that bad guys are just forgiven. Mm-hmm. But I, that even that is consistent, and I'm okay with that. So, I don't know. It just, it's, it's, these three movies exist in this, this weird, weird universe, but it, they all play by rules, yeah. and they stick to them. So, I, I, there are things about it that I like. I'd never want to watch it again. No. But I, I, can, I can admire what he was trying to do. I'll say that. Okay, so I I still give it eight jocks. Well, I, I don't I don't admire her as much. Um, <laughs> in fact, really not at all. Because I, I think I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to continue the sliding scale, and, right. and I, I think I'm going to give it two bags because I think I just gave a single bag. No, you gave it two bags. Did I? Time. Yeah. Oh shit! Well, I, I think this has to get, this has to get three then because okay. this is I would rather watch the second one over this one again. All right. So I would say this one's worse. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's just. It's not. It's not good. Like it's, it's not even really fun. Like at least the other ones, like 
you could laugh at like the adults making like the well-known not just adults but like well-known actors doing silly things for a kids movie yes this one barely even has that right um so like other than stallone which as you said felt like he kind of almost didn't give give a shit and and or (laughs) just wasn't like made hip to the like like no give us your all it's it's gonna be silly but like you know you try try yeah. yeah, think of it. Think of you as playing a Bond villain, right? Yeah, but that could have been the direction too. You never know. Yeah, that's. I, I don't know. That's what I mean. I mean, it just this. This feels super ill conceived, and yeah. Apparently, we uh, having not seen the 3D version missed an extended introduction with Alan Cumming, who explains when to put on and take off the 3D glasses. Oh, so so there are parts where you actually take them off. I think it follows along with the movie, like when you see the kids. Not in the 3D world, you're supposed to take them off, and then when they put them on again at the end, when the robots show up, I think it's just to rest your eyes, so that during like the 10 minutes of they're not in the 3D world, what's going on, you take them off. And Okay. But. I, th- I thought we'd move past that by this time period. Like, no, apparently okay. not. So. All right, well. But a lot of people still did complain that the movie made them nauseous. <laughs> Great. So, yeah, I would play this VR game, though. You just run around and do whatever, and. Just go to different worlds, and now I'm in Mario Kart, and nah. I would play this. Nah. It, but the thing, like VR, is still not this. Like no. it's still not this glorious open world where you just run around and do whatever. But, no, it's better. <laughs> <laughs> I, assure, I, I just, I, I assure you, it's better. I just mean in terms of scope. I, I don't mean in terms of visuals, but yeah, maybe, maybe not. You but. know, you, you can't get flung to the moon and then you know participate in robot jocks and then. Oh yeah, I forgot about that <laughs> dumb shit. Like, why did he go to the moon? They were. That's where the the beta tester told him how do you get to level two. Oh, and they did it as a trick, but he still got to level two by doing it. It sure. It just you know. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that. That concludes the original trilogy. <laughs> uh, we still have one more week where they try to reboot things. I guess I don't know Dick about Spy Kids four, except that it's not this. These people. No. It's not. <laughs> no. So. And it's many years later and. Yeah. So, you know, I guess we'll we'll see what Joel McHale is up to. <laughs> Him and Jessica Alba as modern day spy kids. Okay. I think they're spy parents, but yes. Yeah. That's well, that's okay. what I meant. They're, you know, they will have spy kids. Oh, right. So, right. we'll see if it's a total reboot or if they're just 10 years later in the OSS, here's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll find out soon enough. I sure. Suppose. Next week we will. Uh huh. In fact. <laughs> so if you're listening to this um, relatively soon, uh, thank you for being a, a patron of Patreon. Yes. Uh, if you're listening into it down the line, well, I guess thank you too, just for listening. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is just a thing that we do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I, quish, I I increasingly question it week to week as we we pick these dumb series. Oh, it's going to get better. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, as long as you promise me that. Sure. I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not knocking all of Bamfcast Extra. It's just sometimes when you, we, we head down this, a path like this, it has brought to my attention some movies that I will treasure for the rest of my life, like Fired <laughs> Up and things like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. then, then we have movies like Spy Kids 3D that I hope to never see again. Well, you know, as I said last week, Spy Kids 3D was the thing that started this because I, it was is this it? weird blip on Stallone's radar that I was just like, what is that? But. I'm happy that it allowed me to see the first Spy Kids, at least, because... Sure, it wasn't half bad. Yeah, because now I'm all about Antonio Banderas again, so... Yeah, yeah. And we, you know, you got some good Ricardo Montalban 
final career moments here. Sure. I believe this was his final uh, live action appearance. Okay. So he he seems to enjoy being a disembodied head <laughs> in this. <laughs> He's having a good time, I think. So good for him. But yeah, that's uh, that's it. That's Spy Kids 3D. So yep. I guess we'll be back next week with Spy Kids 4. It's not even called Spy Kids 4. It's just Spy Kids all the time in the world, which is a very blatant James Bond reference. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. Well, it's also, it was 4D. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So apparently they came into the theater and just like squirted stuff at you periodically. Because <laughs> I mean, according to theme parks, <laughs> that's what 4D is. It's oh, right. like the, it's the and, dumb shit that yeah. hits you in the face for real. I don't, I don't want that. Okay. I hope that does not happen to us <laughs> as we watch it. Um, I will be presenting this Spy Kids 4 in Feel Around, so <laughs> no, please come enjoy that at my That's theater. That's a crime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we'll be back next week. Until then, I'm Chuck. And I'm Arlo. And this is Fancast Extra, out.